And now the disclaimer. The topics heard on Into Your Body is primarily meant for mature audiences and is not intended for younger or more sensitive listeners. The suggestions and opinions heard on this show does not necessarily represent the views of this station, its management, or their underwriters. These suggestions are not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any illness or other malady. Discretion has been advised. And now, enjoy the show. Hi, welcome to Into Your Body. I'm DJ. And I'm Sam. And this is the show that helps you get into your body so that you can get the most out of life. And stuff. And other stuff. Yeah. Because our banter is so amazing. Yeah, because we're just bantery. Yes, okay. So, before we begin the show about our what we're going to talk about today, I noticed that it's really important that people know who we are as regular people. Who are we as regular people? Who are we as regular people? Yeah, who are we? Like, who are these people that are talking to us about sex and all these different ways about enjoying yourselves? And why And these people are talking to us about how important it is to masturbate week after week after week and knowing about all the different fun things and permutations and why we know the things that we know. So I, DJ, will begin. My claim to doing this is because, uh, one, I have lots of experience in sex after having been very sheltered in my life, and it wasn't until I got into college that I started to experiment more and fell into a bunch of friends who were willing to help me break out of my shell. Uh, I do identify as bisexual and pansexual, and I kind of flipped back and forth between both because I do feel that I'm attracted to both male and female, but also I can be attracted to people who don't identify under either. And to me, attraction is more about how I feel toward the entire package of a person. And so it's never, I mean, it it all starts with me like being visually attracted to somebody, but when I get to know them, it starts to become a full visceral thing for me. And so that leads me into being polyamorous. So there's that as well. So um, in my knowledge base, uh, one, I do have a bit of a journalism background. I have worked in public radio for a period of time prior to working for KEPW and uh, worked in the news sector of public radio for a while as a reporter and an information gatherer and disseminator as well. Fancy talk for newsreader. (laughs) (laughs) But I also did some reporting in the field as well. And I also do fancy myself as a fact checker, which as part of my job also was uh, involved in my job as being a reporter, which also goes back to my days in college, was also to research and find out as many different sides of the story that I possibly can and learn and grow and disseminate that information. And in recent years, I found myself to be more of an educator in music and as well as in the corporate field, too, working as an educator for 
a couple of Fortune 500 companies, so I've been in the training field uh, as well. So I am taking all of that knowledge and all of my experience into that, and I am also currently focusing my sales to eventually becoming a, oh my gosh, the cult of credentials can never stop, a <laughs> certified a certified sex educator in one version and one form or another. And I am doing, of course, the studies to which field and to which version. But at the same time, I am constantly studying sexology and learning from good people and getting information from from living my life. And, of course, keeping my ear to the ground and listening just basically and that's very important, listening to my lovers, listening to the community, listening to people, and constantly learning and sharing that information with the rest of y'all. So that's DJ's story. Okay. That's a good story. I hope. Well, what's what's my story? That's, uh, that's a good one. I Wow. Well, let's see. I'm Sam, and I've had a lot of sexual experience because I am a pansexual polyamorous pagan. And sex is fun. It's the most fun you can have with your clothes off. Let's see, I'm, I studied journalism and I've been studying psychology for the last 30 years. I don't actually have a degree in any of it. I have been a teacher. I have been a counselor. So I really don't have a whole lot of credentials to back me up, but I know what I like. Well... I could also say that you've been also been an independent counselor. Oh yeah, I have been an independent. You actually, you counselor. still are. You actually still do mm-hmm. independent counseling. You do take your psychology knowledge and still apply it. Yes, I do. Um, even though you didn't have a degree, you actually went because of your knowledge and your expertise. You found yourself pulled away from academia and and situated directly into the field, directly using the knowledge that you right. have. Yeah. There are opportunities that brought you that that had you to directly apply your knowledge. Yeah, I found that a lot of people just can't get into the idea of going to an actual counselor. They feel, I don't know, either... Well, I can say that the issue can be very intimidating to people. Yeah, intimidating. Well, and also there's some people out there who just feel like, well, if I have to go to a counselor, then that means I have must have failed somewhere and they or feel something's weak. really wrong with and me. And it feels official, but yet they feel comfortable coming to someone who has that training, but yet feels like, you know, they are the person next door, which you right. are actually the person next door. Um, yeah, I'm really comes the person to, next door. <laughs> that people come to that for, for advice. Right. And, well, you actually not only have the life experience, but you also have the academic background as well and i'm also smart enough to know when i don't know the answer mm. to say hey let's find it let's look for that let's look up the answer yeah which of course we do have something in common myself being a fact checker and i'm a researcher so yes and i do that too so we all yeah. have that so commiseratively i just felt the calling no calling as 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 many a sexologist does that feels like hey you know one of these days i gotta teach people how to how to do it properly <laughs> well also there's so many people that are that have nobody to turn to they have no idea and they're looking for somebody to help them figure things out but who do you turn to more and more people are turning to the internet yeah because there's a vast array an endless treasure trove of information that's out there a lot of it visceral, a lot of it direct, a lot of it 
visual. Right. And a lot of people don't want to be lied to. They want direct information about what it is about their bodies that that turns them on and how can they navigate their way through mm-hmm. sensuality and sexuality and what makes their bodies feel good and why does it feel good and how can I make this other person feel good? And why is it important and, and what benefits does it have? Mm-hmm. And there's people out there who are turning to the internet because they are not getting that information from school. They're not, you know, yeah. they're not getting a good information. They're not good, getting good information <sighs> from public school or even private school. An right. article in Cosmopolitan, very recently republished or published, mm-hmm. uh, shows that the American public school sex education system is a little bit short of abysmal because there's still a lot of abstinence only education. There's still a lot of myths and mythology surrounding sex and sexuality and romance still being mixed in with the so-called sex education and everybody everywhere, you know, really good educators, but more so the, the people who are searching for this education you know, the kids in high school, the kids in college, the young adults, the people who are already adults, even people uh, in older generations right. are still clamoring for real, honest information from people who know. Right. They don't want to be lied to. They don't want the BS. They want to like, okay, let's look at this. Who's going to help research this? Who's going to help dig through all of this? Who might have actually done this? And... Who can they point me out to? What do they know? What do I know? And I feel like I can help share this information. Exactly. And and again, we're not afraid to say I don't have that. But let's find it. But most importantly, it's important that we, you know, with this podcast, continue to keep our ears and our hearts and our minds open. Yes. So if there's anything that the folks out there are listening to us, can add to the conversation we are welcome to it because the only way that the truth can be spread to everyone is that we all take a part in it right right yes so you can visit us at into your body podcast at tumblr you can visit us at at into your body one on twitter you can visit into your body podcast on facebook and you can write to us at into your body podcast at gmail.com that's right and please do there's nothing you can say that will shock us Mm-mm. besides it's part of our job yeah and it's also part of our job and also it's part of our job <laughs> exactly <laughs>
the show. Right, and tonight we're talking about things we wish our former lovers knew. I wish... There's a big wish list. Yes. Yes, this show, as it's being recorded, is uh, being recorded just before Thanksgiving and is being shown on the week of Thanksgiving. So we're already thinking about lists you know this is the this is the time of year where we were making our end of year list and we're thinking and we're looking back on the best of lists the worst of lists and everyone's taking stock of the things that we have learned and the things that we want to want to experience in the future so i guess it's rather appropriate that we have this particular this show particular, yeah. and of course if you're listening to us in podcast you can listen to it in any order we're not going to be tied down to any holidays or anything or any order in specific yeah so at into your body dot buzzsprout dot com listen to all of our shows okay yes do that thing and of course you can subscribe to any other podcast playing place yes you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we're on them yeah there's so much but anyway, we want to talk about that list, and we and I'm trying to. For, for, I tried to write it down a list in my head, but no, I did not write it down. It's still in my head. The list of what we wish our former lovers knew. Well, right? shall we start with the only listener input that we managed to get? Even though we asked in every place for people to tell us, what do you wish your former lovers knew? We got one reply, and that was consent. Consent is a thing. Consent is very much a thing. Yes, it is. And that is a big one, I think, for all of us. Well, here's one thing that it actually addresses one particular issue that needs to be talked about in relationships itself. Being in a relationship, okay, this is going to blow some people's minds. And some of us had to learn the hard way and some of us are experiencing things, but we are learning and some of us know. The relationship, being in a relationship itself is not consent. Exactly. If, as happened in my marriage, I say no, that doesn't mean harass me that doesn't mean yell at me that doesn't mean bother me it doesn't mean continue to attempt to make me sexually aroused it does not mean to uh, yeah have sex with me in any manner it means no it's not a reflection on you necessarily it may just be i don't feel good and i don't want to have sex right now it kind of sounds like your husband at the time was like a bad salesman. You know how bad salesmen tend to pitch where they where they can't take no for an answer? Then it says, okay, well, how about this? Well, how about this? Well, how about this? Well, how about this? And just keep hammering the point again and again until you're either worn just down. whatever. And just like, just if, if I just co... If, 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 if I just... If I just give in to this... Yeah. Will you just go away and it's leave a, me alone? It's to the point of put out just to shut them up. Yeah, and you don't want that type That's of relationship not... because there's no passion, there's no love, there's no interest. It's just a convenience for a convenience just, of a convenience. Oh, my God. Which leads into my second things I wish 
my former lovers knew. Okay. If you're going to treat me like a hooker, you're going to pay me like a hooker. (laughs) (laughs) Which means if my needs, my feelings, my pleasure doesn't really matter to you, then it'll be 75 bucks up front. Mm. Well, I mean, you have to understand that you have to actually even still treat your hookers with respect. I know, right? (laughs) Even still, if you're going to, if you're going to. Because, okay, here's 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 one thing with that imagery there. You know, a lot of people tend to disrespect people for having sex in the first place. Oh yeah, and a yeah. lot of people want to treat people like, oh, that's how you treat people. So, you know, someone you pay somebody, you know, like that. And if they and if they show you that kind of disrespect, yeah, you know, then I would want them paying me in the first place because. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is the way that a lot of prostitution is the way that it's run. It well, does, it's know. purported. Well, that well, that is a lot of usually purported by how a lot of men and society are taught and pre-programmed how to treat women and people yeah. who are interested in sex. Right, and that, and yeah, yeah, and that goes into a lot of pre-programming and a lot of ideas and ideals that here is a and I'm using and I'm using old terminology here so bear with me here okay men here's a woman that woman is your prize your possession and her affection and her attention is your be all and end all and if you cannot get that dish together then you are weak and you can't <laughs> do it and you're impotent it's repeated again in media, in stories, in in certain fantasy books and shows and TV shows again and again and yep. again, where the attention, the affection, the love of a woman is something that is has to be competed for right. by men. And because it's repeated so often, you see women competing against each, each other, other for yeah. that same affection. Right, which is just ridiculous. Which is leading in, which just repeats that notion again and again and again. Right. Yeah. I am a prize to be fought for, or I am a commodity. Mm-hmm. And I am neither. Right. And I'm neither myself. Right. So if someone comes up to me and says, well, I'm in a relationship with you. You're my boyfriend, your girlfriend, my partner, whatever. And you owe me a fuck. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get one. No, that's not going to happen. No. No, 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 no. And if you push me, honest crap, guys, it's rape. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah. Consent, 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 consent. I don't know how many ways I can say it. Mm-hmm. Get to the yes or it's a no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if, I mean, if I say no, if I say no, then, you know, then I mean, then I actually mean it. It doesn't, it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't mean... <laughs> it's not <laughs> convince me yeah. it doesn't mean try to change my mind it doesn't mean or worse yet it doesn't mean i don't know what i want but you right. do right although i have occasionally said well you can try to convince me yeah but that's but in that's, a playful way that's a different way it's a different way that's yeah. a consent to an attempt to make me want to mm-hmm. because some people can do that in a pl- can say that in a playful way and that's all right yeah, or an, I'm ambivalent right now, but, you know, I could be talked into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that means you're open to it. Right. You're not, you're not, you're not going to say no to it, but 
you know, you're, you're but if I say there. no, that means don't. Say no. say no. Yeah. And that's not a hard concept. It is not. It's an easy one. It's the first word we learn. No. <laughs> I know it's the one that parents hate the most. Or, or kids hate the, or kids like the, and, le- and kids, well, kids like the least. Well, kids like to use it, but they don't want it. You, they, they don't, don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. <laughs> No, not about anything. Yeah, so, okay, we got through that one. Those are the two biggest ones. I think one of the biggest ones, and I think I, and uh, we joked about this when we, when we joked about this when we originally posted the question to the forum in Facebook and in Twitter. We said that uh, finding the clitoris was already understood. That is a big one, yes. I wish that my former lovers knew where a clitoris was and what a clitoris was for and how to not treat it like crap. Because they do tend to be a little rough on it. A lot of people don't know how to treat the clitoris. I think we need to like have a have a brief we primer. Will, we will have a clitoral... A clitoral discussion. Clitoral discussion. We <laughs> <You> don't... <laughs> yes. Yeah, that one, an anal one, and a few other ones. Mm-hmm. As we go along, just, yeah. just keep listening to the show, and we will have we have to keep having the conversation as we'll we go along. We'll get there, but we're staying on topic here. The things that we wish our lovers knew how to treat right. it, so how to treat us, how, how to, to treat, treat ourselves, us. how to treat how to treat sex with us. So, if you'd like to join into the conversation with <laughs> us, please send us an email at intoyourbodypodcast at gmail dot com, and of course, find us on Facebook, Twitter. And Tumblr. Okay. So are we ready for another thing I wish? Go for it. My former lovers knew? Yes, please. Okay. Another thing that I wish my former lover knew was was that it is okay to explore. It is okay to explore. And to find things that make both of us happy. A lot of my former lovers weren't cool with exploring. They thought they knew what they were doing. And exploration can be a blast. A lot of encouragement in exploration is super duper important in a relationship right. in order to keep things, not just things sexually interesting, but just to keep things, just to keep the flow of communication going right. between both people or and both between any members in a relationship. Right, any members, because we're not going to limit this to two people. In right, exactly. We know better with our language. <laughs> yes, especially since we're both polyamorous. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. We would expect maybe there'd be more than two people, but that's another thing. Oh, yes. We got to start with yourself to begin with. Another thing I wish that my former lovers knew. Okay. Threesomes and moresomes can be fun. Huh. But if... We are lovers, and we bring in a third or third and fourth or whatever person into have sex with. The woman picks the guy. No, 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 no. Not even that. Okay, okay. Not even that. That's not a, that. That's a different topic altogether. Whole nother story is that if I, as your partner, am laying on the side watching you have fun, and getting zero attention from you, you'll never get another one. Ooh, okay. Yeah. 
That actually happened to you, huh? Mm, a couple times. That's not cool. I'm sorry. No, it's not cool. That's not cool. He I mean, never got another one. So, you know. Got to bring me in. Hey, I'm over here. I'm, 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 I'm over here, here, right? I'm over here. Mm-hmm. Don't don't ignore me. I mean, otherwise it's just you having a good time and me over person, here chewing I'm my nails. Hey, hey, over here. <laughs> oh, over here. Over I'm here. Over. Okay, Doug. I'm right here. <laughs> right. You didn't forget. You didn't forget about me. Hi, hi. You didn't forget about me, right? <laughs> right. Okay. It's yeah. Uh, Carrier pay pigeon. Attention. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I. Okay. You know what? I got a Hitachi. <laughs> I'll be fine. No, I'll be in the living room, Katie. I'll just whatever and later. But yeah, it will that never happen never again. That must never happen in a threesome. No, it must never. That happen. scene must never happen in a threesome. No. So. Funny to talk about on a podcast. Oh, though. oh yeah, it's hilarious now. Yeah, because it's not happening. <laughs> right. All right. So you. Well, I mean, some of them you've already said. Oh well, I'm sure you have something. Oh, let's see. Well, we already touched upon. Well, actually, you touched upon a few your a few of those already, which were already in my mental list. Oh. So one thing in particular that I wish that that a former lover knew, with all due respect and not dissing on any of them, I would wish they knew how to be patient and how to teach. Yeah, that's a big one. That is important because... In every relationship, you are going to run into someone who doesn't know. And that's going to be a truth because not everyone is going to just know. And two, not everyone is going to have good education. Right. So a good deal of getting over that is open and honest communication with the other person. Exactly. And being able to talk with them. And relate to them and let them be able to guide you into something that you don't know or you don't understand. Right. On the other hand, the people who are expecting that other person to know exactly who they are, they have to know and remember where it was for them when they started their sexual adventure, when they started their exploring their kink and their side, how it felt for them and realize that this other person now involved in their life is also may be learning the ropes too. Right. No pun intended. <laughs> and it's, it would behoove the other partner to not assume that the other person ought to know, or if they don't know that they're a failure it's it's I believe it's imperative on that one partner to have the patience and the heart to just remember being at that beginner level and be able to guide them. Oh yeah, and absolutely. teach them how to you know what they want, what they ex- what what they want in the bedroom, what they want out of sex, what what pleases them. You know, open your mouth and tell me what it is that you want. Right. No two people are the same. 
So what might have been perfectly wonderful with one may not work at all with the other one. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you really, you have to be open enough to at least express that this I like Mm -hmm. or this I don't like. Right. It's like, I want to be open to your kink. Right. Or you want me to be aware and open to what you like in bed, which is wonderful. Show me how. Tell me what it is you want. Guide me through it. Please be patient because with someone like me, you're going to have to tell it two or three times. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's going to have to sink in. I have to have that physical experience, that mental experience. It has to make sense to me. It has to make sense to me emotionally. You know, I have to have that holistic experience in order for it to sink in. But, you know, but for me and I'm... You know, and of course, for the listener out there, listeners out there, your mileage may vary. It's important for me, and I wish that I, one of my former lovers, was patient enough to allow themselves to be a te- be a true teacher, right? And and in a way, this is a in a way, yes, it is a dominant way without being domineering. Well, yeah, it's dominant only in the fact that you are the one with the knowledge and this is the person that wants it. And even if you're expecting me to be dominant, you, the person who wants to be submissive, has to show me how you want to be dominated. Because that's how it works. Right. That's how it's supposed to work. You have to say, tell me what it is that you want. Right. Tell me how it is how you want to be touched. Tell me how it is you need to be treated. Tell me how bad I have to be to get a spanking. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Or good, you know, whichever. Mm -hmm. Why do you want that spanking? Yeah, exactly. Because I want it. That's why. Okay. Okay. I'm shooting her that look. (laughs) That's like, tell me why you want that spanking. Because I've been a very, very good girl. Oh? Yeah. How have you been good? Well, I went shopping and I didn't kill anybody. Okay, that's good. I was very good. <laughs> you were very good. You didn't You didn't ram your card into anyone's I face. I didn't. That's good. I didn't run over anyone. Okay. I didn't throw eggs at them. That's very nice. I'm telling Yay. you. So you get the tickler. Right. <laughs> anyway. And that not kind the of paddle. Thing. <laughs> but not the paddle. Not the paddle. Dang it. Okay. Well, oh, no, I'll no, be no, worse no, 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 And then it works like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something. You know, whatever it is that works for you. These were just, just examples. Yeah. Examples that make Sam blush. Because <laughs> it's fun to make Sam blush. I didn't mean to make you blush like that. Sorry. Did too. <laughs> no. <I didn't. laughs> anyway. It's just tripping down on an idea. Yeah. Don't be afraid to tell me what it is that you want. That's one. That's yeah. that's yeah. that's like the that's like the the big one for me. Even if you're being submissive, don't tell me. Don't be afraid to tell me what you want. If you're being dominant, don't be afraid to tell me what, oh, it yeah. is what you want. Because you're not gonna know until you're told. Second, don't just spring stuff on me. <laughs> If you're doing something that you realize is edge play and you like it, 
don't assume that because I'm in bed with you, I like it too. Yeah. Because everybody has a different trigger. Everybody has a different turn on point. So if being choked while you're about to have an orgasm turns you on, that's great. Check in with me first before you try it on me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Again, consent, people. Consent. Just, you know. Be nice about it. <laughs> just, just, just throwing that out there. Yeah, I'll agree with you. Please. There. So that's 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 you know. <laughs> Don't uh, slap me on the ass and call me Shirley. Oh my! I could think I could think of another example, but like that's like that's like a good what if, you know? Yeah, yeah. For 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 those interested. Talk about that stuff. Talk about it. Please do. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Do I have a third one that's in my head that you haven't said yet? I don't know. Okay, because I can't see in there. I don't know. Well, can't see in my head, can you? No. No. Even though I can be transparent a lot of the times. Yes. Those who know me know how transparent I can get. <laughs> okay. So another thing I wish that my former lovers knew is how to allow me to indulge in what I like. Allow? I that's that's the best en- word that I can encourage. come up with. Not just not just encourage because I want to do what I want to do, mm-hmm. but to just say, hey, this is what I like. Right. In bed. And I can I want to do it. And not to let them I don't want to feel that my request makes them disgusted. Okay. I don't want to make them I don't I don't want to say I want to do something and then have a reaction come back to them as if I said something about their mother. <laughs> okay. It's like yeah. okay, like that like that example that I gave in last week's show i mean the show a couple weeks ago actually yeah where i want to say hey i want you to peg me please and the other person is repulsed by it and of course for someone who likes to be pegged who wants to have that sensation for them that's their identity and for them to be refused and to have that talked about to that person as if it was a disgusting thing to that person is a rejection of that person. And they feel that they themselves are rejected. Yeah. And so some men are damaged. Right. Yeah. And so uh, one thing that I'd wished a former lover would have been able to understand was that because I like to indulge in certain sex acts doesn't mean I'm less than, and it doesn't mean that they need to feel disgusted with it. Right. Be open-minded. And mm-hmm. at least be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are some things that some people may never be able to accept or do. But that doesn't mean they need to treat you like you're defective. They need to understand that this is part of your desire 
And if they can't bring themselves to be a part of it, then you have to figure out where or how you can work your desires into whatever. Right. That that was like psychobabble right there. It made no sense. But how you could get your needs met as well as not pushing them for something they don't want. Because as you know, there is nothing between two consensual adults that is wrong. The only thing that is wrong is something that one of them does not want. So if your partner isn't cool with one of your, well, we'll call them kinks. I don't really think they're kinks. I just think they're idiosyncrasies. But <laughs> well, there's words. Well, those are the words that we tend to use. Right, kinks. So that's um, what we're used to using. Then you got to talk with that lover about. Well, then how do I get my needs met? Because clearly you're trying to meet your lover's needs, right? At all times. I mean, that's. Well, not at all times, but at all times that you can are able. So that's another place where you got a lot of talking. Communication, my loves. A lot of communication, a lot of discussion, one form or another, at least. Yes, always. But it's got to be, but it has to be had because that other person in your relationship isn't, that psychic connection isn't always going to be turned on. Right. It isn't. It isn't always going to be present. There are going to be times where you have to actually sit down and hip them into what it is that you truly want. What bothers right. you? What doesn't bother you? What gets you happy? What turns you on? What turns you off? Having that conversation, obviously having that conversation with yourself, and then having that conversation right. with your partner, is important. Being able to cross that barrier of communication and t- and talking to them. Being able to say, "Hey, this is this is this is me." Yeah, this is what I like. How do I, you feel about it? Yeah, that's on my wish list. Right to, on. To, to, to say, for 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 my partners to be completely and utterly honest, but also not to disregard my feelings as well. Exactly. Yeah, to be open. Mm-hmm. I want them. I want all my lovers, current and future, to be open and honest and caring and I want them to trust themselves enough that I am not afraid of their honesty. Yes. Yeah, because honesty doesn't mean pain. It mustn't mean pain. Yeah. Honesty doesn't need to be brutal. It doesn't need to be hurtful. It doesn't need to be harsh. It just needs to be. And for a good relationship... Any type of relationship. Compassion. Compassion, understanding, communication. Yeah. You know, it's those one of those things that I wish would, that, you know, that people would be okay with and confident with. It's like, okay, well, I have to tell a little white lie here, a little white lie there. It's like, to, to save his feelings. Yeah, no, you don't. It's like, you know what? When you try to save my feelings... I discovered that my feelings aren't being saved. Yeah. I find out that you're just, just, I find out, I find out that my, I find out that when you're trying to save my feelings, that means you kept away something from me that I thought didn't need to be addressed. Where if you didn't think I was touching you appropriately, you don't just give up and deal with it. You spend the time working with me to teach me, to show me 
how to touch you the best way that you yes. can. Yes, you just exactly. don't flip and give up and just lay there and, and just say it's okay. And then later tell me how I tell assaulted me. you. Or how it was terrible or how it was bad or how it was awful. Yeah, no. You, or how you didn't yeah. like it. You got to be honest. Be honest. And say if something bothers you, if you really like something, make it clear. What we're saying here, people, is talk to each other. It's not just about the sex. It's about building that connection so that your sex will be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for both of you. Yeah. Not just for one of you. You know, I feel like it's uh, it's kind of like the tables are turned on this particular show and this conversation for me because usually, you know, I ask the the, the armor piercing questions, and right. now it's my turn to get to get to get the same thing, to yeah. get the same treatment because it feels like you know I do feel I do feel a bit vulnerable, but at the same time it's the, it's I'm having, I as much as I begged and I and I pled with those people in those other relationships for that same for the same thing. Right. You know, I'm hopefully the people that I'm listening in those future relationships are able are listening now and people who are in other relationships are being able to find some sort of relation, you know, some commiseration between what we're talking about right now. Right. Yeah. That's what this show is all about. Yeah. Communication, Communication. is key. Talking to us is key. Being honest is key. I guess that's what it all comes down to is beyond knowing where the clitoris is, is like (laughs) showing me, okay, now this is where it is. Now this is how you work it. This is how you lick it. This is how you have it. And patience, patience. Right. Patience. I think it goes both ways too. Patience for both people. And realizing that your lover can't read your mind. They do the best they can. There's some skin and some bone and some stuff up there that keeps your mind a little bit covered so you know open your mouth and say something and and just say something say hey ooh, that's nice Ooh, don't do that yeah Ooh, i like it when you or oh lay off the yeah yeah there can i go. touch you there pretty please could it be okay <laughs> it could be okay can tonight be an ambiance night Ambiance? Yes. Okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but all right. Uh, too, <laughs> too dated a reference. Ambiance. I'm sure that's something, huh? It's a perfume. Oh, all right. Or champagne. I don't even remember. I don't either. Anyway. Long time ago. It's before your time. And I have one other thing as far as things that I wish my former lovers had known. Okay. And this is a personal preference because I am the adult child of an alcoholic. I am the survivor of the sexual abuse by an adult alcoholic. And whiskey dick is unacceptable. Could you explain whiskey dick? Yeah, whiskey dick. You've drank so much booze that basically your penis will not erect ever under any circumstances, maybe popsicle sticks and tape, but it's going to just kind of flop around there, and you're still thinking you're sexy and all that, and you reek of booze, and you want me to 
do whatever to get you erect so that you can end, I quote, me. No. My answer is no. Uh, I've heard it as too drunk to screw. Exactly. Too drunk to... I had to bleep out my F word earlier. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just don't, just don't do it. And that's a personal thing, but it's something I wish that my former lovers understood. They never understood why that was an issue for me. Yeah. Alcohol sometimes can lower your inhibitions, but overindulgence in it, too much of it, can take that inhibition and and reverse one's sexual ability. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So just don't do it. It's a waste of time. No. There are alternatives. You're just frustrating both of us. There are alternatives. <laughs> we'll have that cannabis and sex episode in there the we future go. as cannabis well, of sex. course. Although there are a couple of times that I have been too stoned for pretty much anything mm-hmm. other than holding onto the floor. Strain is a very important. <laughs> yes. Okay. So that's all I've got as far as things that I wish my former lovers knew. And if you have other things that you wish your former lovers, your past lovers knew or understood, drop us a line at IntoYourBodyPodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at IntoYourBody1. You can also find us on Tumblr, IntoYourBodyPodcast, and on Facebook, IntoYourBodyPodcast. You can also listen to the uncensored version of this show at intoyourbody.buzzsprout.com. Thanks to Buzzsprout for hosting our show. And also listen to us where podcasts can be listened to. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Yeah, that about covers it. There's one more, isn't there? I don't remember. I think that's everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, knowing that stuff, that's your job. That's supposed um. to be. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes. And please do drop us a note. Anything you want to talk about, anything you want us to talk about, anything you want us to research for you. Hey, we're here. We're here for you. And we're here to help you understand all the ins and outs to help you get into your body. I'm DJ. I'm Sam. And until next time, don't don't forget forget to to masturbate. Bye bye. That's how you do the show.